As Christians, we will readily proclaim God's Word, the Bible, as being the book among books. Yet we are living in a day and age when the book we proclaim thus is barely opened bar our Sunday services. Yet there are so many benefits to the reading of the Word of God. Welcome to episode 124 of the Ask Spurgeon podcast. I'm your host, Dave Holt, and I want to say thank you for choosing to join me again today. If you are not yet a subscriber of the podcast, all you need do to become one is to click on the subscribe button of your preferred podcast provider, and there you have it. Every day, the podcast will be downloaded for your listening pleasure. Now, today's question, Reverend Spurgeon, what are some of the benefits of studying the Word of God? My friends, first, remember that unless you study the Word of God, you will not be competent to detect error. A man may, in your hearing, preach downright lies, but you will not be qualified to judge concerning those falsehoods unless you have studied the Word of God. You and I would not best to sit on the judgment bench of some of the superior courts of our land because we are not acquainted with the intricacies of the law. We could not quote precedents, for we have not been taught therein. And so no man is able to judge concerning the thing that he hears unless he is able to quote Scripture, unless he understands the Word of God and is able to perceive and to know what it means. Secondly, when you are in a matter of dispute, you will be able to speak very confidently. There is nothing that gives a man so much power among his fellows as confidence. If in conversation I am contradicted as to any sentiment that I propound, if I have got scripture at my fingertips, why I laugh at my opponent and though he is ever so wise and has read ten times more books than I, if I can quote scripture, I just smile at him, for then I am confident. I am sure, I am certain about the matter, for thus says the Lord is an argument that no man can answer. Now, Bible readers, you can attain this confidence, but you can get it nowhere else but at the foot of scripture. Hear only ministers, and you shall be led to doubt. For one of them shall confound what his brother sought to prove. But read your Bibles, and when you get the word legible by its own light, impressed upon your own hearts by the Holy Spirit, then should all the forms that men devise assault your faith with treacherous art. You'll call them vanity and lies, and bind the gospel to your heart. Furthermore, search the Scriptures and bring everything you hear to this great test, because in so doing you will get a rich harvest of blessing to your own soul. I suppose there is scarcely a text in Holy Scripture that has not been the instrument of the salvation of a soul. Now, he that walks among wise men will be wise, and he that walks among the wise men that wrote Holy Scripture stands at least the highest probability of being made wise unto salvation. If I desired to put myself into the most likely place for the Lord to meet with me, I would prefer the house of prayer, for it is in preaching that the word is most blessed. 
But still, I think I should equally desire the reading of the Scriptures, for I might pause over every verse and say, Such a verse was blessed to many souls. Then why not to me? I am at last the pool of Bethesda. I am walking among its porches, and who can tell but that the angel will stir the pool of the word while I lie helplessly by the side of it, waiting for the blessing. Yes, the truth of God is so great that God has blessed every word of Scripture. I remember a striking anecdote of the conversion of a man by a passage of Scripture that did not seem adapted for any such purpose. You know that chapter in Genesis, that very dull chapter where we read, And Methuselah lived 969 years, and he died. And such a one lived so many years, and he died. We have heard of its being read once in public, and a man who stood there when he heard the words often repeated, And he died, thought, Ah, and I shall die. And it was the first note of warning that had ever struck his seared conscience and was the means under God of bringing him to Christ Jesus. Now, read the scriptures for this reason. If you desire salvation, and if you are panting after mercy, if you feel your sin and want salvation, come to this sea of love, to this treasure of light, to this wardrobe of rich clothing, to this fountain of bliss. Come and have your needs supplied out of the fullness of the riches of Jesus, who is evidently set forth in this word, crucified among you. That answer to the question, what are some of the benefits of studying the word of God, was provided during the Sunday morning sermon preached on the 17th of January, 1858, titled, Search the Scriptures. Please feel free to contact me about this episode or any other for that matter by emailing me at dave at askspurgeon.com. And until next time, the Lord bless and keep you. Let's just pray together. Oh, Father, we want to say thank you for your word and thank you that you have made it so accessible to many of us. But Lord, at the same time, we want to say, please forgive us. For we have treated your word not even like many of the other books that we treasure. We treat it as something which is oftentimes a chore, or perhaps at other times a habit and not a joy. O oh God, through your Holy Spirit, make your word our greatest delight, and thereby equip us for life and in life to glorify you. And if there be any listening to this podcast who has need to come to know you as Lord and Savior, may they be drawn to your word and therein find it spoken with power, delivering them from darkness to light. And these things we pray in Jesus' name.